0: Cash call, everybody. First episode of 2023, Dale Archdeacon, Brian Curtis, back again. Blow your minds. As with wine and cheese, we only get better as we age. Right, Brian? Which is good because I can't stop aging. So uh, (laughs) it's it's a good thing. And we're professional salespeople. We'll spin anything to our benefit. So even even aging. All right. So I want to read this. I I got to win. I'm going to set the scenario up The only reason I'm talking about this is because we talk about lead conversion, right? And how to talk to people. Um, And so here's the scenario. Somebody registered on our website to inquire about ISA services a couple of months ago, right? My crack team of salespeople went after them, call, text, email, multiple iterations, using messaging that the amazing Dale came up with, nothing, no response, right? Nothing. Then this person comes back Uh, two days ago on Monday registers again, and it sort of fell through the cracks and my salespeople didn't jump on it. So I'm going through the system, looking at things and I'm like, Oh, look at this. This person came back again. I look in the record. They never answered anything completely ghosted us. They ignored all our best material. So I'm like, all right, I'll take a shot at it. Right. Give them a call. No answer. I shoot them a text. And what I wrote was "Hi, name, which we'll redact. Hi name, this is Dale with Smart Inside Sales. Did you just inquire about our ISA services again or is that an error in our system? Nothing, same day, uh, BTW, the last time you registered, we messaged you several times and the only reply you gave was unsubscribe. Let's not play that game again. This was in the first day, okay? Nothing, next day, today actually, so question mark should i just delete your most recent inquiry if someone is putting your info in and it's not you just let us know and we can block it from our system dash dale here's what i get back i actually got a response today uh hi dale your website forced me to put in my contact info to see the pricing of your system i did not request for you to call me nor did i say i was ready to immediately have a conversation with you we are a large real estate team who closes three thousand plus transactions a year i just took over the isa team and I'm trying to find resources for training and developing. I'm in the planning stages, not ready to have deeper conversations and, uh, until I narrow down a direction. Unfortunately, I'm not super impressed with your direct follow-up and not sure that is the direction we want for our ISA training or communication with our clients. So here's what I wrote, Brian. Well, thank you for letting me know. Our style is what we teach and one of the most successful in the industry, regardless of how you personally feel about it. I will remove your info and we won't contact you again. Our door is always open to you, but you may have to chase us down in the future. Wink emoji, right? Then I get back. Uh, That's what I've seen and keep hearing and why I keep circling back to your company. We're in the process of changing from Boomtown to File Boss, so a lot of moving parts before we decide on direction. Just not ready to make a decision right now. Would hate to jump on a call with you and waste your time until I'm closer to making that decision. I consider that lead converted. Lead converted. Did you hear the difference in how the conversation changed?
1: Oh, absolutely. You went from leave me the hell alone to okay, I am actually interested in your service. I just didn't want to talk today.
0: Yes, I'm not ready to make a decision, right? Uh not ready and don't want to waste your time. Hey, real estate salespeople, when's the last time you heard from a buyer or seller, oh, I just didn't want to waste your time? I just wasn't answering you because I didn't want to waste your time because I'm not ready to buy a house. I consider that lead converted right there because I did the takeaway. I recognize when that person said, I just got put in charge of the ISA department and I don't like your aggressive style. Those two things are incongruous. Okay. Yes, completely incongruent. (laughs) I immediately recognized this person probably has no idea what they're doing, or they're going to be really unsuccessful if they approach it that way. And I did the takeaway with right? And it changed. They changed their tone immediately because they know who we we are and they know our service. And I just basically said, you can't have our service now because of the way you talked. And they changed their tone. And now we're going to get on a Zoom call. We're going to talk about how we help this novice build and run their isa department but i'm using this for everybody i wanted to point this out to everybody because we were talking about this in a meeting today uh brian and i'm sure you've experienced this like when you're a new salesperson you're just like afraid of people you want to convert them you want the sale you don't want to lose the sale you overnice them then you become a little more experienced salesperson and you're like, ooh, I think I can get this sale. I'm gonna try kind of hard. And you know, you're not quite as afraid, but it, does, it works and doesn't work sometimes, but you're still really invested in getting the outcome you want. And then you become like me and you, Brian, where you're like, hey, <laughs> I will do the takeaway and I mean it, right? I don't need your money. I don't need your sale. I know who my great clients are and you, you can either be one of them or not, right? And when you can do that confidently, sometimes it makes the difference.
1: Well, and that's what a takeaway is all about. By the way, um, I wouldn't start with a takeaway. Dale didn't start with a takeaway. So a takeaway to me is I'm just trying to get a feel for is this person worth following up with? Is this person a real person to that may actually transact with me now? it's a little bit different in our space, but not significantly. So Dale's talking about people to join his, you know, work with his ISA company, great company, good opportunity. So be careful as a salesperson to use the takeaway at the right time. To me, the takeaway is the Hail Mary in in real estate, because again, there's a million other real estate agents the, in, in everybody's market. I mean, there's 4,000 other real estate agents in my market. So yeah. I'm not going to lead with a takeaway. You can work with somebody else. So like, absolutely, I can, you know,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: but, you know, sure. Dale is one of the premier companies. It's, there's not 4,000 uh, ISA companies, at least not that I'm aware of. So he's got an opportunity. So just use that with caution. But I always like it when, so, well, you know, great. You know what? If I'm not the right fit for you, I completely understand and, and that's okay. And if you don't want to work with me, I'm, there's, I'm sure there's plenty of other agents who will do that, you know, who are, who are probably pretty decent agents. Oh, yeah. well, wait a second. I didn't say that. Right. So, but that's what no. a takeaway
0: it's creating. Uh, yeah. Promo. I mean, this lead got to, uh, leave me alone and I probably won't use your services cause I don't like them. Right. I got a double no and I can't screw up a double no. Might as well go to the takeaway. Right.
1: Yes. Yeah. You were done. Right. No, yeah. no. Okay. Hail Mary. You Well, know. you can't have it anyway. How
0: about that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. <laughs> Uh, maybe we should talk.
1: Yeah, in, in, a, in a you know, it's, it's it creates fear of missing out, and also is confident. If you're willing to say that's okay, you can go ahead and work with somebody else. People are like, whoa, wait, wait, why is this guy so confident? You know, <laughs> and it's a weird thing. It's a psychology, and again, you don't lead with it, but it's a pretty powerful
0: technique. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's how I got my wife. You <laughs> said, "I just want to be friends." After a couple of dates, she's like, "I just want to be friends," and I was like. I don't want to be your friend. I want to date you. I have a lot of friends. Uh, that worked out. Now we've been married for 17 years. Congratulations. True story. That's a, good... that's a true story. Uh, all right. I have a cool call that I want to play today. Well, let's And Really good stuff to listen to in here. I'm going to, we're going to, we'll do the intro. We'll do the entry part uh, a little uh, regular speed. And then I'm going to speed it up because it is a little bit long, but I want what I want you to listen to is how long this, how well this agent unpacks this guy before he starts doing anything else. Nice. And it's about market crash, right? So we're still gonna be hearing this. This is actually a recent call. It's still going on. We've been doing training around market crash recently, Brian. Uh, and it's we'll something that people are still, yeah. It, it's it's still out there, man. We're still dealing. It's not going with it. away. We're it's gonna hear it going all in
1: 2023.
0: Away. Yeah. Exactly. We're going to be doing it a lot this year, right, Brian?
3: Brian with the, the real estate team. Uh, and
0: that was- did I share my sound? Let me see. I don't know. It wasn't real loud. So I was just uh, going I did not, to not share my so. uh, Here, there we go. Now I did it right. You know what? It's the first episode of the year. We're definitely going to screw it up, right?
3: Excellent. Call because, uh, well, you had responded to my text message. So let me know you were 12 months out. And I was just hoping to get a little bit more information about your journey, your goals, what you want to accomplish, so I can better assist you in making sure you accomplish those goals.
2: All right, yeah, that's fantastic. Appreciate your call, it's kind of a bad time. and
3: I think you could have had a better question up front. He
0: did, he referenced the text message, letting me know that you're 12 months out. I would have asked him a very simple question, something more like, how did you determine 12 months, right? Or something like that, rather than, he asked the, tell me your hopes and dreams,
2: right? really just want to look at the website and okay. nothing more than that, but I'm, I'm at least 12 months out. And I, I don't like these interest rates. And, and uh, I already know where I want to go. And I'm waiting for the houses to pull back more than I, I think they're overvalued. So that's kind of my story.
0: So he just gave us a lot, right? Interest rates, homes are overvalued waiting to see where it goes.
3: Gotcha. And where were you looking again, Scott? Marley park. Gotcha make sure that's in there. Okay. So you like the Marley Park area and was it just you moving? Now everybody, he's doing, I think
0: he's doing the right thing. The guy said interest rates, market value, waiting to see where it goes. He's like, okay. And goes into his discovery, right? Just kind of ignores it, which I think is a really good practice to follow.
1: I, and and I, it's funny. I, we, we do role play on Wednesdays. I think you know that, but I actually talked about this this is the mistake, in my opinion, that people make all the time. He's been on the phone. I can't see, but it's been less than a minute, right? Uh, Yeah, it's
0: uh, 59 seconds.
1: Yeah, so less than a minute. Your average agent is going to try and overcome those objections right away. Well, guess what? We've got no rapport. You can't overcome an objection without rapport. And you've got no real way to go. And maybe those are real objections or maybe that's just the easiest thing to say to hope that I might get off the phone. So we go, you know, absolutely. I, I hear that from a lot of people. With that in mind, where were you looking? Yeah, You know, now that yeah. doesn't mean you can't come back to it, but right. you know, this is why you've got to take notes during a call because, you know, we can go back to that and go, you know, Dale, at the beginning of that call, you mentioned that uh, you thought homes were overvalued, you know, but tell me a little bit more about that if you don't mind getting them yeah. to open up that.
0: Yeah, I agree uh, that uh, you should do that. Ignore it the first time, but make sure that you cover it again before you close out your conversation if they don't bring it up. 80% of the time, they're gonna bring it up again anyway. You're not getting, you're usually not getting away from it. If it goes away, it really wasn't an objection to begin with, but most of the time it's there, it's not gonna go away. They're gonna bring it up before you end the call anyway, and if they don't, you need to.
3: No, I'd be my family. You and your family, okay. Gotcha. And then uh, you said about 12 months. Are you currently in Arizona? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent, excellent. Okay. And uh, it's just Marley Park, right? There's no like surrounding areas that you like, or? No, that's uh, the one I'm looking for. Just that. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and do you currently own your home? No, renting. Oh, currently renting. Okay. Alrighty. And then uh, what kind of price point were you hoping to stay in? Well, Can that I- just depends on what's going
2: to happen. Um, like I said, in your
0: there it is. This is sparking the objection again because he asked about price.
2: You know, I don't feel the interest rates are going to, I'm sure they're going to be high. I don't expect those to be pulling back. But I, I just, I'll, I'll rent for several years before I pay the kind of price for it. I mean, it doesn't make sense to go up the way it did. It would take two decades to do that. I mean, it, 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 this happened back in 2008. Uh, even know it's different. I'm just, if it's going to be like this next year, then I'll push out another year. I'm just, I'm not going to. Pay those prices and what they're asking for when it's
0: so overinflated. Were you going to say something, Brian? I saw a look on your face.
2: No, I just, I like, I like exactly
1: what, where he went because, and he kind of cleaned it up a little bit, but 2008, this is the exact same thing that happened in 2008. And 2008 is the only recession in the history of our country driven by real estate.
0: Yeah. There's exactly.
1: nothing that resembles 2023 and 2008. The only thing that's even similar between those numbers is the number two. Outside of that, there's nothing, nothing else
0: similar. And and one reason I want to play this for the audience is because he doesn't seize on it yet. He waits. He's gonna nice. keep asking questions because and I commend him on this. We're gonna to listen to it. Patience. Audience listening, <laughs> patience, audience listening. This guy thinks he knows what he's doing. He thinks he's educated, he thinks he, he's all locked up, right? We have not heard an opportunity. We haven't heard a chink in the armor yet, and this agent actually continues looking for it. I'm very proud to say he's trained by us. So let's keep listening.
3: Gotcha. Uh, so I know you said that interest rates are too high and that the prices are inflated. So you're saying that home values are, uh, or I shouldn't say home values, the list price of homes is too high, as well as the interest rates are too high. Is that what you're saying? It's
2: it's it's not so much the interest rate. Um, okay. It's 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 the where the house is currently listed uh, no. like i said i it, it, don't you love how he just
0: gave this guy new language mm-hmm. not list it wasn't value it's list price now the guy says it's listed too list high
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love it,
2: it normally it would take what a decade for it to do what it did in 12 months it did it two years in a row so i'm not saying that's going to have a correction like it did in 08 I, no one knows that but i i think that already seen it happen. You know, they're asking for $30,000 in some of these homes, listing prices are reduced 15, 20, 30. So I'm just curious to see how much further that's going to go. If not, I'll just rent for a while. Gotcha. Okay.
3: So you're waiting to see where the list prices go if they continue to drop or if they start to level out or increase? Yeah. And I think in that's going to take some time. And if it doesn't get to the price you want, you're comfortable just renting for Correct. or until that happens.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And And there's no like price that you're looking for necessarily. It's just you're waiting to
2: see what happens. Well, uh, it, it would have to, the prices would match what it would under normal circumstances. So oh, go back to.
0: What's up, Brian?
1: New normal. This is the new normal. Yeah. I agree with everything this guy's saying, except, except the fact that the market is going to crash. Did mm-hmm. the market overinflate in two years? 100%. Oh yeah. But that yeah. doesn't mean it has to come back down
0: right i again this agent i think is killing it like he's still this guy he's still pulling it out of him man like the guy is just stuffed full of crap right and the agent's pulling it out of him pulling it out of him still pulling it out of him i want you to listen we're going to listen to where it changes and you'll hear the conversion and i'll i will we'll talk about that Two
2: years people what do they do they they Took loans out against her money, went out and spent, spend, spent. Pushed up the price. I know people are coming here. I understand that. But now I don't, I mean, not everybody's a cash buyer.
0: He's still explaining and defending his position, right? Without the agent saying anything
2: or changing his opinion in any way. And now home sales have fallen off the cliff. So I'm, if it takes two years to wait, then and that's what I'll do. But I don't, I'm not going to. Spend another hundred thousand dollars just to get into a place. And I'd pick up and move the state if that was the case, because this—I don't see this sustainable.
0: You're not getting any deals anywhere else, my friend.
3: Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. So you're you're waiting. You're hoping that the prices go back to what they were about two years ago.
2: I don't think that they're okay. going to necessarily go back to that. I'm just maybe you would know it better than I do.
0: So this is where it starts to change. The guy is like, oh, wait, I'm putting all my info on the street, and then he starts turning the question on the agent, and then the agent starts answering questions. So I'm not going to play that part, but here's what I would say. The agent's done really great up to this point. Here's what I would do. Before the agent gets into explaining and telling, do a reversal with this guy. Get you know, uh, Let's say that I'm having that conversation with Brian. Brian's like, oh, this fact and that fact and this uh, a set, uh, assumption and this, that assumption and the market's going to crash and the prices are going to come down. It's going to go back. It's going to be more reasonable. Then I might say, hmm, in my mind, this guy has just told me all the reasons why he shouldn't buy, why he shouldn't get moved. I'm just going to play the other side of the card and see how he explains it. So got it, Brian. Well, let me ask you this, man. Like, If that doesn't happen, if the prices don't go back to where they were before, then why buy it all? Why not just continue renting for the rest of your life? Why why would you want to purchase? What's important about purchasing, right? I want you to start telling me the reasons why you need to buy or would buy or what the benefit to buying is. Underlying all of this argument the guy has about not buying is the underlying uh, desire or need to buy, right? Would you agree?
1: I would. And, you know, he wants something and shit. I mean, I want Bitcoin to be 50 cents so I can go buy 10,000 Bitcoin and then I want it to go back to $20,000 or 15 or whatever. I don't know. But that's what I want. Um, You know, and, and I think that's that we see that a lot in sales. Like, well, I want this. Okay. You know, there's a whole list of things that I want. And I can deal with what I want, or I can deal with the facts that are in front of me. And you know, one of the things, and I don't know this guy's market, so I can't answer that. But you know, one of the things that's interesting that I might have asked this guy out of curiosity, so, so Bob or whatever his name is, out of curiosity, um, do you know what the average sales price was? I'm going to assume this is in December, in November of 2021 versus November of 2022. And in my market- it's higher in November 22. Now there's not as many sales, but the average sales price is higher. It actually went up. And I believe that that's true for most of the country. So if you know that, you know, my guess would be that he thinks that prices are dropping. Now, what is true? Stuff is selling below list price, but list price is higher now in 2022 than it was in 2021. Yeah. That's the biggest difference that people don't quite understand is that. Yes, there's price reductions. Yes, there's more houses on the market, but that doesn't mean that the price has gone down. As a matter of fact, it's actually gone up.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, So I think what's really great is that the guy didn't take. You know, the agent kept waiting, waiting, and waiting, and Mm -hmm. did not, did not fall into the salesman trap of trying to sell to someone before they're ready to be sold to, if that makes sense.
1: Yes, yeah, so yeah it does. Saying. And you know you might do something like this along this line. So so Bob, let me ask you this. So did the call end? how did yeah, how did the
0: call end? It's <laughs> a good you question. know what? You're gonna have to tune in next week to find out, Alex. No. But, uh, <laughs> uh, it's it, it's it's a sixteen minute long call. The other thing that I want people, I didn't point this out, the other thing I didn't point out, very beginning of the call, the guy goes, oh, this is not a good time to talk, but here's my situation. The agent completely ignored that. It's a 16 and a half minute phone call.
1: Nice. And I think one of the things that we've got to start looking at with with stuff like this is setting up a future. Here's the thing. I don't know that any person on the planet could have convinced this guy to go look at a house tomorrow. I don't think he ready. I don't think he was doing that. So one of the things that I would see 16 minutes of talking when he doesn't have the time, that's pretty good. I agree. Um, and, And it's, it's funny, because I want to point out a couple of things. But first, I want to start here is that, he needed to set up something in the future. Hey, I'll tell you what, you know, I've been tracking numbers and what I'll do is I'll send you a report of what the market's doing every month so that you can kind of watch it. Because obviously you're you're a smart guy who looks at numbers, who's who's trying to make educated choices for you and your family. So with that in mind, I'm going to send you some stuff and I'll just follow up with you every once in a while. Because here's what the guy might realize. Holy crap, the average, and, and again, we want to send him data, like number of listings, average sales price, days on market. And if we keep watching, average sales price go up and up and up and up. Can you imagine the conversation next December? Hey, Bob, it's Brian. Just checking in. Remember your average sales price last December was 400 and now it's 425. Are you going to wait another year for for it to go to 450 or would you like to start looking? Now, I'm not going to be quite that aggressive, but I'm going to subtly ask that same question. Yeah. One thing I want to point out about this guy that I really like, and it's funny because we were talking about objection handling this morning again, one of the things that I talk about in objection handling, this guy didn't really handle any objections, but he did well, two of them he, that I he thought. Did. He, did, he, he did, but
0: not. he didn't uh, do it right away.
1: He didn't head on. Yeah. So, but one of the, there's two things that I think people often don't do. First of all, when you're handling an objection, talk quieter because you're, it comes across as less aggressive and talk slower. And this guy talked both quietly and slowly, like there was no rush. There was nowhere to go. We're just having a conversation. I'm not selling you anything. And I love that about what he did. He, he put this guy at ease. He made this guy tell him, no, he didn't make him. He allowed this guy to tell him stuff that the guy gave him a lot of information to work with that most of us don't get. And yeah. I just really appreciate that about him.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, Brian, what do you think? Do we have time for your, what's your call about today? Do you think we have time for it? Well, we've got one minute. Um, one minute. <laughs> so
1: so probably not, but I'll give a little bit of teaser to it. So this to me is one of those calls that we, most people would have considered a win. And here's why most people would have considered it a win. We got the appointment. and And I think that's great. But the reason that we got the appointment was because someone called and they wanted to go on an appointment. So and I'm not trying to be smart about that, but my point is anybody could have handled this. This was the agent's opportunity to screw it up, and the agent tried to screw it up.
0: You know uh, um, you know so the, for example <laughs> the agent uh, was this, unsuccessful was unsuccessful at screwing it up is what you're telling. Me.
1: Absolutely. I mean, we asked this person less than 30 seconds into the conversation whether they had another agent or not. Well, talk about a perfect opportunity for me to get off the phone. Yeah, I've got a great agent and I, they're just not available right now. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Right. Oh, are you signed? Oh yeah. I signed an agreement with them, everything else, because I didn't take any time to, to warm that person up, to build some rapport with them. And, you know, there's two questions that people go to. And if you're watching this and you go to these questions as your default, just remove them. And I mean that most sincerely, if you get stuck asking about financing and asking if you have a um, agent, are the two worst questions to ask until you've established some rapport until yeah. you've earned the right to ask that question you've been on the phone for somebody for 30 seconds and you ask
0: them hey are you pre-approved I'm
1: like who yeah. the heck are you to ask me that question
0: so you know I what we watch do? All the time. we do should that, i'm man. sorry to interrupt you we, we need to make like a chart we'll do like a timeline chart of time in a conversation with a stranger right yeah. and uh are you pre-approved which is a bad way to deliver it or are you working with an agent have to get pushed out like on the old timeline of questions you know what i mean Um, Yeah. And and here's what I would suggest for everybody. If you accidentally
1: do something like this, the next time you make phone calls, have a list of questions in front of you. Like, here's a great one. Do you currently rent or do you currently own? Like, no one's ever offended by that question. Do you have an agent puts people on defensive? Are you pre-approved or you know, some version of that puts people on the defensive. Doesn't mean we don't have to ask those questions because eventually we do. We need right. to, you know, I don't want to show somebody with a 400 credit score, a bunch of houses. And I don't want to show somebody who's got an agent, who's their brother, who sold them five houses, who's just not available right now. I don't want to work with either of those people. So right. I do need to ask those questions, but they're questions that get answered, get asked after we built some rapport, after we have some understanding, after we've given them some value. Once, yeah. I, once you think, man, this agent's a good guy, he's sharp, he's professional, he's organized, I've earned the right to ask you those questions. And, and you know, there's lots of good questions out there. Um, I don't like the timeline question on the front end necessarily, but that's probably the the one I'll ask if I have to ask a future tense question. But I mm-hmm. love, do you currently rent or do you currently own? Ask current, oh, we're, we're currently right. Great. What do you love about your rental? what do you not like about your rental? There's right. so many opportunities to get people to talk about those things. And then we can slowly slide into, Hey, you know, let's talk about a little bit more, you know, when you want to move and, you know, how we're going to go through that process. And anyway, so I got a little ranty there, but we really need to make sure that the timing does matter. And, and, and we have some comment here that says, yes, that timeline will be helpful. So I guess we need to make right. one of those.
0: Yeah, a chart. Yeah, that would be helpful. Cool. So, all right, everybody, we're going to wrap up for today. Uh, here's what I'm going to say. I dropped the link in the chat. If any of you have calls that you want to have reviewed, I promise we'll be nice to you. Okay. And any laughs that we do are solely for comedy's purpose, but you will get live training from Brian and I. So submit your calls. It's a Dropbox link. I just put it in the chat. And if you're listening and you have ISAs, you have team members, uh, If I, I think we get piped into a lot of... Co- um, conference rooms now. So I see all of you in the conference room. Yes, I'm talking to you. (laughs) Upload your call to that Dropbox link so that we can play it and we can give you feedback and we can help you with it. Uh, The other thing is that um, I have a request. So I pushed this live onto Facebook. We're going to be doing spring training coming up really soon. Here's what I want to find out. I wanna find out what the fears and issues are that you think you're gonna have heading into 2023 spring market that we can make sure that we cover in terms of training. So wherever you're watching this, if you're on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, I want you to comment in what some of the issues or headwinds, the problems that you're gonna have, objections you're gonna hear, uh, things that are gonna be in the way of you closing the houses that you want to close in 2023 for the spring market.
3: All right, everybody. Thanks for joining Brian and myself for Cash Call. Thanks, everybody.